First thing we're going to talk about is uh, we'll go into pinball first. We'll be, we just had uh, league night a couple nights ago. Which we got together with a bunch of friends and had a great time here. We keep calling it league, but... It's not really league. I, I keep dropping the ball. I'm making a bracket. It's basically just like a guy's night for the most part. <laughs> just us hanging out. Well, I, I try to get everybody involved, but the women in my life don't like pinball like, like we do. Nope. But, yeah, a bunch of friends come over. Mm-hmm. And we sometimes do pinball golf, sometimes do dollar games, and then we just kind of play. Right. A lot of a lot of the times it's four four people here, so we just load four players up on every single game down the row, and we just like walk down the row playing. Right. What is the most we've had? I think six or seven. Six or seven. Yeah. So then we we did, I think we that that night we actually did do a bracket and we split it up. Mm-hmm. And then me and Dan battled for the for the jackpot. Dan's so good. Dan's really good. Kevin's good too, but he just doesn't show up. That's true. I hope he listens to this. I and, hope he does And I just call him out. And he... Yeah, shame on Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so we interviewed Chris this last weekend, mm-hmm. and the day before we like talked to him, uh, me and Chris kind of went through four or five of my games. Uh, I had a a handful of protectors from Cliffy to install. We had a couple uh, fixes, like a Medieval Madness out of the box. My left troll didn't register. The switch was just closed for some reason. Uh, Tron had uh, the slingshot rubbers were broken. Right. The, the Titans just all of a sudden broke one night when I came downstairs. Metallica had a playfield uh, warrantied, and so we're putting all the protectors and the mods back on. Ghostbusters just needed tweaks. Uh, when Chris came over, he played Ghostbusters, and... Said my game sucked because it was slow and the slings did not sense the ball very well. It's the premium, so it has the the magnet slings. So he made those very sensitive. Does he have one as well? Correct. That's how you knew. And then uh, I still need to tweak my slimer to be a little more sensitive on the registration, but of a hit. But uh, yeah, so slimer comes down and he goes back and forth and up and right. down, and he doesn't register all the time. It's a known problem. You can tweak them, and then there's also uh, like a like a TSB fix, they send you a kit if you have a lot of problems. I just got to get a hold of my distributor. Did you say that he fixed the trolls on uh, Medieval Madness? Yeah, me and him, we found out how to pull the troll out because I had tried before and I didn't know fully what I was doing. Um, he found the, the full how-to and then we, we pulled the troll out, adjusted the switch, threw it back in, and that's why the troll worked at League. We were all super excited <clears throat> once they both popped up. And just the, the game works so much better now. That they're actually, the game mode that they're in is super fun. you got to hit them a bunch of times to, get, to knock them down. And then once you knock them both down, then it goes into multi-ball and starts dropping all the balls down. And then they keep popping up uh, randomly. Oh, yeah. And every single Left time you right. hit one, they're worth uh, 200,000 points each. So that's, I don't remember what kind of music it makes whenever you hit one, but it's exciting They talk smack to sure. you. Is that what they're doing? Oh, yeah. They talk about eating humans and they're... Oh, okay. I don't remember all that. But I just remember like the, <laughs> the music and the lighting. It was definitely an exciting mode to, to play. The Lord of the Rings took four hours to get all the clippies in. Chris had to take... He worked on that while I worked on other games. And he had to take you know half the play field out to plus, get... Plus one of the little dudes is broken now. Thanks, Chris. Hope you listen <laughs> to this. You fucking know that I'm still pissed that you... He didn't break it. 
there was modeling clay that held him to this like plastic Lexan that went over the path of the dead, uh-huh. and uh, he knocked him off. Uh, but we still should give Chris shit about that. They make that whole area look so much better. They do, and some 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 people put a mod where they put little green LEDs underneath them so that they light up green. They should. Well, what does it have right now? It's got green LEDs already over there, don't they? I don't know. I think I think the light just light like oh. lights them up because they're kind of a clear green death figure. Right. I didn't realize how much that they add to that area until I saw that one guy was missing. I was like, this area looks yeah without way it way less cool now. Yeah, but, they're pretty lame. Yeah, they looks. Definitely looks a lot better with all three of them on there, but nonetheless, we, we get it. It was only two now, because somebody broke it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, we'll never have you in the podcast again, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so during League, we played a lot of dollar games. Well, a couple dollar games. Um, you won all of them. What, which is so dumb, because I don't play my games very often. I'm not good. Somehow, I must have the right amount of alcohol and just freaking annihilated I did really good on Ghostbusters, which I wasn't expecting to do because I I don't personally like that game. I feel like the play field is too short to me. Because <laughs> it, I feel like I don't know. The rest of them I can shoot the ball long distance, whereas this here you got like a oh, wall there's just the whole... stuff so close. Yeah, the, the, the... the whole city and everything's like right there, so it, I'm hitting everything so fast that I'm not used to that play so, field. So why didn't you like World Poker then? Because that's all all that craps in the back. It's just a boring game. <laughs> But anyways, uh, anyways, we'll get to that in a second too, because you got a whole story about World Poker right now. Oh yeah, we got stories. Um, we dominated, all of us yeah. dominated that entire game. Like I blew it up. <clears throat> I think I got like twenty eight million or something like that. I wasn't expecting. When we talk about blowing it up, we're talking about us blowing it up. Okay. Not not like everybody on the internet that gets a billion. Okay, valid point. Yeah, it, okay. it's just our our newbie ass blowing up. Right. For me, twenty-eight million on Ghostbusters was a big deal. It is, yeah. And then I got done, and I thought, "Holy crap! I probably won this whole entire <laughs> game." And then John got thirty-five million, and you got forty-two million, fifty something. Oh, fifty something. Okay, never mind. Yeah. And then Kevin just got slaughtered. He had like seven. He didn't million. come, Dan. 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 Sorry, Dan. Dan had seven, and Dan is super good. That's what yeah, was most shocking about it that he only got seven. Everyone has bad games. I have oh, yeah. a consistent amount of bad games. It's so. <laughs> <laughs> because your game is not working yet to practice on. Yeah, it's true. I would practice on it a lot. Some sort of tech needs to fix that. We're getting close. <sighs> we are getting close, it seems, but every single time we take a step forward, we find out that there's something else wrong with uh... it. And that's the problem. Because we, we think, oh... We're done here. Oh, we're done here. <laughs> and then as we're getting done and putting stuff down, like, oh, we fixed this. Or oh, actually, you fixed this and you fixed that. Uh, another problem seems to arise. We had our first listener. I think that he listens. Oh, well, yeah. No, no, he did. He helped us a lot. He sent us a, a full entire schematic. So we had asked you guys if you guys had uh, any knowledge or schematics when it comes to uh roller disc power supply yeah Yeah, to the power supply we we asked for you guys' help and uh dennis came through for us sent us the full schematics way more than the manual ever had it was a big help a huge help so thank you dennis appreciate it yeah i ended up rebuilding the soundboard i got the cap kit for that i did the power supply and then um 
on the power supply, I'm not getting the right voltage to it. So I think we might have a transformer problem. That's what we were doing today, right before right. I left. Um, the two transformers in the cabinet, one does like the 60 volt, I think the 40 volt. One does the lower tw- 12 and 5. We're I, definitely not getting the right amount of voltage through it, period. I mean, they're putting out AC, so I had the the multimeter set to AC, and I had it on the ground strap mm-hmm. uh, for that device. And then I was, we, we got like 12 volt just fine. Well, see, half the crap we got it right down, but we right. were not getting 60 volt, and we weren't getting 45 We never volt. got 60 volts to come out of it, and we never got uh, 42 volts to come out of it. We were getting like 14. Yep. The maximum was 14. We were getting 10, 11. Yeah, so like the 12 and the... So we were never hitting some marks. Um, and that little one, which does the big 60 volt for the displays, the scores, mm. that is a known problem transistor, or I'm sorry, transformer. So I might have to look into kind of what people are using to replace them. Mm-hmm. And maybe we can replace both of those with one big bad boy or i i don't know i think i thought the last time i dug into it and the hard part is i don't bookmark my stuff so kind of forgot what website it was but i want to say it was like a high-end arcade power supply oh really um which is what they use in you know the new h2 overdrive and the rothrill stuff can we use that for both transformers that's what i'm wondering because if we could that'd be super handy dandy yeah it would it also would make it Reliable, right. stable. It's newer, new. it'd be better. Yeah, this... I mean, all my games have these original Transformers, but they're not a problem. And that game's from the, what, 80? 1980? 1980. So, and it's a known... At least the small one's a known issue. Mm-hmm. And if we're not going to be able to get the voltage, we're just... Uh, oh, I'm not going to... I've never had to troubleshoot a, tra- a big-ass Transformer Right. Yet. It's because the thing is, you redid the whole entire power supply board. And we're getting... 5 volt, 12 volt, 14 volt. I want to say out of the CP for, from the CPU board pins was no, was all operating, but the um the driver board pin out, we were not getting 12 volt and then 60 volt wasn't coming up from the pin from the bottom of the cabinet. So the game won't work. Right. The GI works. What's that? And the sound, uh the general illumination, so like Yes. A bunch of the uh, lights underneath the plastics, they yeah. light up. It lights up. And then the sound a track works. mode yep. in the sound mode. That's exciting. It is exciting, but it makes you want to play it that much more, and you can't play it. We also have, um, I got to put that transistor under the play field in, the correct one, because that coil locked on again. Oh, really? For that drop target on the left. But I have the new transistor, the correct exact one. Okay. Um, and then... We'll see. We'll see what happens. Right. I almost, yeah, I almost wanted to just buy a new power board, but once I found the sixty volt line wasn't working, I was like, okay, wait, I hold up. I think that your power board is probably good. I hope so. Looks gorgeous. Yeah, I think you did a good job with new it. Caps. I think that we just need to get the power to it properly. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll we'll have to look into what is the proper way to replace it with a new piece. We'll figure it out. Uh, it'll be exciting because then we're going to tear off the play field. Well, since we have li- listeners listening that happen to be really helpful, if you know what is the best replacement for... Yeah, that or... I don't know. I I feel like I'm doing the 
the voltage testing on the transformer. I'm not I'm not like a super noob. Right. But Well, I think we're testing it correctly. I think that it's we're just well <laughs> good point. <laughs> I mean I did light bubble hockey on fire, so Yeah. Yeah. Oh speaking of bubble hockey, we got that into our office. So we all played that. Oh, me and Chris brought it in Saturday morning or Friday night. Yeah. Sunday morning. So we all played that and had a great time. Yeah, so uh, I have an original bubble hockey, and I got new ice. I got two sets of players, but they're all... Oh, did we talk about this? Yeah. We didn't talk about any of this. Oh, you were replacing it and it? Yeah, we talked about that. So, yeah. So we brought that to work, and uh, I installed... Oh, on the arcade forum, Klov, K-L-O-V, I bought a easy coin up which is a button that's uh like the flex pcb that goes on your coin door and folds in and then you wire it to your your coin mech sure and then there's a sticker that looks like a quarter right so you just push the quarter button the quarter sticker button and it coins up the game right because there is no free play on the original if you can visualize in your in your head, next to the coin slots we put in your quarter, you have a sticker now that has a picture, and, you just, and it feels like a button. You push it, yep. and, it and it goes in. So you push it, and then it automatically coins up the whole entire system. So that, that, that way you guys can visualize what we're talking about. So I bought that a couple of years ago. <clears throat> the guy sent it to me in an, an envelope, mm-hmm. like a standard envelope. And uh, I've been looking for it because I wanted to bring bubble hockey in, but I want, you know, I, I want the free play button on it. Sure. And uh, I've been looking for this stupid envelope for two years. Oh, really? I have no idea where it went. Not okay. Not full two years. Six months. Okay. Last six months. Okay. I can't find it. I tore apart my entire pinball parts shelf. All the manuals. I I usually keep like all the all the pinball games parts are usually in a box or the coin. Wait a minute. You said, but you did find it. I, yeah. Well, okay. I'm gonna get there. Right. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so I keep things kind of organized with the game itself. Couldn't find it. My box of checks parts, parts did not have it. So when I started playing Zelda Breath of the Wild again on my Switch, yeah, I have the 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 Zelda guide, right? The huge thick, right? Walkthrough kind of manual thing, like you should, because that game is freaking massive. Sure, I, I, I I'm not gonna find shit without mm. it. Uh, all of a sudden, I'm flipping through it to where I was at from the Wii U. I'm not playing on the Switch, so I got finally got to the point in the story where I'm at where I left off on the Wii U, and I folded open the book, and there's that stupid ass envelope. Really? I used it as a bookmark, <laughs> and I uh, forgot. I've done that before myself. I don't remember what it was, but I lost something for a long time, and it was because it was a bookmark. Yeah, so uh, I'm glad I started playing Zelda again. I found it and threw threw it on. And it was pretty easy. It works good. Um, works flawlessly. So all our employees complain about not having free shit at work. <laughs> and then I bring a game in, and they don't play it. Well, we did that first day. Yeah. yeah we, we played it a lot that first You and Jesse day. had a big battle. Yeah. It was a good one. Mm-hmm. It was a big comeback win by myself. I I just remember the screaming. You and Jesse's just screaming. It was a great comeback win. It was a wonderful... <laughs> it, was, it was a tense battle. You were down one point. It was like two to three in the third period. Yep. And it really ended up. I you tied were, it up. Yeah, you were going to tie it up, and then it's o- OT overtime. Right. Tied it up. Because it will never overtime. end at a tie. The game will never end at a tie. Which is good. Except. Oh, yeah. It, but your guys' game lasted forever. I mean, if you actually had paid a quarter, 
It would have been well <laughs> worth it. Yeah, it would have been totally it. worth it. <laughs> Wait, is that how much it normally costs? Just one quarter ordinarily? You can. You, I can have it set between like one, two, three, and four. Okay. All right. So you, if it was out of place, it could have been a buck to play. Yeah. And even then, for <clears throat> how long we played, a dollar would have been worth it. Uh, after our arcade field trip, yeah. Mm. So I have a pinball partner. Me and my buddy Kevin, we did we routed a bunch of games for a while, and they were in break rooms of businesses. It started out my first game ever, Waterworld. I had brought into work, my work at the time. Sure. Left in the break room, and I think I had it at quarter play because. I just want, when things broke, I needed to make sure that I could pay to fix it. I never made money. Okay. Man, crap breaks and it costs more than you think. So Kevin and myself have a handful of games together, which is, he's the one that I have a couple games at right now. So he had Sopranos and World Poker. Okay. Before I, I'm just going to interrupt you. Did you ever make profit uh, putting games in rotation like that? So, like, we would make R- money. Routing games, sorry. Like, I always had them at quarter play. So we didn't really, we made money. But they always got spent because they broke so bad. Oh. So, for instance, Jurassic Park Lost World. Uh, I had just had the boards repaired. We put it on route. And they left it on at that company. They were on for, I don't know, six months straight. Sure. And they overheated again. And I had to ship them back out to get board work done again. And they probably don't really know better. They just leave them on. Or, even if they... They... or did you tell them? The hard part was that that specific company was interesting. The, and I really, it was really hard to have games on route at businesses' break rooms because you are now on their time clock when you can go in and clean or fix them. Sure. It also means, so this particular company had, sometimes would have second and third shift, a.k.a. 24-7 hours a day. So you could, I, most employees of theirs wouldn't know how to turn the game on. But if it was on, they knew they could just drop a quarter in. Okay. And so the games just got left on. Sure. Um, I was thinking about putting like a motion detector with the power so the games would boot up when there was motion. Mm. Stay on, you know, for five, ten minutes. And then if there's no motion detected again, power back off. But I felt like it was a lot of work to do that when they could just leave them on. Okay. And they're... I mean, back in the day, I... I think I heard someone say that some arcades and stuff left crap on 24-7. Mm-hmm. Um, which isn't a huge deal if they were all LED, which most of my games on route were, but it's it's rough on games. I mean, it, they they all have a home, home use only li- life now, so they're just a couple hours a month. Yeah. Basically, when, when we play League, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, it, I mean, board work... Per board is reasonably priced, but when you have to send, you know, three, four boards off, you're a couple hundred bucks in. Right. Do you think it's even possible to make a living off of, off of routing games? If you did, so if if you had a company that routed all of the amusement games, Redemption, Darts, Pool, maybe Pinball Arcade, if you did the entire amusement and you were in a decent place, and you did the dart leagues and the pool leagues. I think you could make a business out of it. But it's also rough. Uh, one of the hard parts about like pinball is you need to go fix and clean the games a lot. Mm. They're just super high maintenance where an arcade game, a pool table, 
a dartboard. They don't have a whole lot of maintenance for the most so part. So you need to have something else that doesn't break down as much to kind of make up the gap. Yeah, well, and, and just a wide variety of machines to draw more people in. Mm. I mean, uh, up here where we are in uh, the frozen fucking tundra of Duluth Superior, right. we have... I know of a couple bars that do only pool leagues and dart leagues, and um, there's about know, eight to ten bars in the Twin Ports that have league where they rotate between each other. Like they have teams that go face each other. Uh, it's a pretty decent deal. A pretty big deal. You know those big, huge uh, pool bars down in Superior? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh. Well, either way, there's like three bars that are dedicated pool bars in superior kind of all down oh, the top, top hat must be one that that yep that's also one um well those bars i don't know if they have pinball machines no i was at top hat working on their led sign and they didn't have any i don't even know if they had an arcade game would you want to put machines in there or are you done doing that i'm kind of done i mean the hard part too is people want so the other main issue we ran into at this at this one location was they got bored within a week of the game. Okay. I had two, maybe three games there at one point at the same time, and they were asking to get new games. And I'm going, holy crap. Right. It's only been here a week. I, I only have so many games in my basement. Right. Um, and so you need... There was a couple other podcasts, like my buddies in the cities ran one, and their location, I think they started with three or four games, and it really, you really need roughly four games at a location to make it a destination and to make it uh, sustainable so people will keep coming back and sure. talk about it. That makes sense. And that brings us to our the candy shop down the street from us at work, Sweden Sweets, who ha- he has four games. You're right, he does. Um... They're not all in perfect working order, but there's four games, and it's it's a nice amount. It is a destination for pinball, because I can go and play four games instead of just one that's at some random bar. It'd be better if you put them all in a row. They're not all in a row. No, no, there's like a couple games in a row, then there's an arcade game, like a... Right. It'd, be better, if you, yeah, it'd be better if you clustered them and organized them like, here's your pinball. Here's your arcade. Here's your sit-down games. Something like that. Where he has, he just kind of has them all indiscriminately spread out. Yeah. Because like the one pinball machine's way out the opposite end. Oh yeah, the EM. Yeah. Space Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, r- running's running's rough for pinball only. I can see why it failed. Well, I mean not fully failed, but I can see why it fell off. Where operators just don't want to do it. It's, it's so much work. Right. And there's no money. And people are bitching about a dollar a game now. On new games, you know, you put a game on route, it's a buck. Right. People are complaining about it. Well, when we went to the arcade, we put we put dollars in, but you swipe a little credit card-like device. Yeah. So you don't even think about the dollar. So that whole story leads to Kevin and I have, we've sold a, a bunch of games off. We had two games. He had the Sopranos and a World Poker. We had sold our Jurassic Park, Lost World. What else did we sell? We sold a Gladiator's. From Gottlieb from 93. I just picked up Road Poker from his house today. It is in my basement. Mm-hmm. Staring at us. Yep. Um, I've had it for sale for five months or so. Just kind of sitting there waiting. And 
we wanted to trade for Monopoly. Kind of, Kevin doesn't really like the game, so we, I wanted to shake it up. Um, I haven't found a Monopoly. I finally found one to trade, and I got I got a ping from a. And by the way, for anyone who's listening, when I heard the idea that you guys were getting um, or that you guys wanted a Monopoly, <laughs> to me that didn't sound exciting. Like uh, theme wise, when I heard oh, Monopoly, yeah. I was like. All right, cool. I guess. What are you trying to be Disney? Well, I don't know. I just it didn't seem like a cool idea to me. And then you showed a video to me of the game, and it's a really cool game. It's very flashy. It's very exciting. There's a ton of stuff going on there, and then it made complete sense. Like, wow, this is a great. This is a really, really good game. Uh, just theme wise, when I first heard of it, I I wasn't even interested at all. In oh yeah. If if you hadn't if you hadn't seen the game. You'd think it's just a big stinker. Right. But no. But gameplay-wise, it's a really cool game. Very solid. They're they're really kind of... They're not rare, as in they didn't sell a lot. But they're just rare to find. I think people hold on to them. They don't come up too often for sale. Hmm. But they got routed pretty hard for the most part, I think. Because all the ones that I were offered were just... Beat worn. to crap. Yeah, they're worn. Well, anyways, you finally found somebody. Someone hit me up on the forum and said, if you can ship it, I'll buy it. No questions. I was, holy moly. So I uh, hit my friend up who has pallets. Got Kevin to let me grab the game and I'm going to bring it home. Well, I brought it home. Go through it quick. Uh, take the pictures, take video of it, everything working. And uh, put it on a pallet, wrap it up, and uh, call him to ship it down. That was freaking crazy i didn't believe him well it's because he'd been trying to sell it for so long and then all of a sudden he's like i'll just buy it i haven't seen it i haven't tested it just i'll buy it you ship it to me right before i started negotiating on a monopoly but the monopoly headwear so i don't know now what we're looking kevin isn't opposed to having another game come home we just gotta find something i've offered we we have a local batman forever for sale we found something. It's a local Batman Forever. <laughs> and, uh... Kevin, Kevin's not hot on the idea. But... There's so many shots. Uh, the colors pop. I think it... And this is why Steve likes Roller Disco. There's way too many colors. <laughs> it is one of the coolest looking games I've ever laid eyes on. It has this massive, really cool green ramp that goes underneath everything. It goes, it goes all the way from the top of the game to uh, below your flippers. Like it almost has, where your hands are and comes back up. Uh, what is it? The the bat wing, the the, the jet is a cannon that yeah. you can tilt back and forth. You load it with the ball, blast it across the entire um, play, play field. field. It has ramps everywhere. It's got multi layered, like two or three ramps, and then a bunch of up kickers into ramps, and then the ramps go to ramps. The the sh- what is this? The the, the, the plunger, whatever it's yeah. called. That's a gun. That like that's his grappling hook. Um, the only thing that might be annoying is the, the, the noise. The noises are really, it's a very campy, Batman Forever was a very over the top car, like comic book like movie. Yeah. So it's comic book like video game or pinball game. The call outs, the DMD animations, it kind of is over the top, but the, again, that's a, you never see it for sale. The value keep, the the sale price keeps going up, and this one keeps going down. Right. It's because he can't sell it either. Yeah. He's kind of in the same boat that you were. How long has it been on the market, do you know? Since I went to Ely a year ago, before the da- my daughter was born. So he's been trying to sell this for a year. Yeah. 
all right, that's why the price is going down. At this point, oh, he's sure. desperate. He's just like, just if you will take it off my hands, I'm willing to sell it for a couple hundred less than what I wanted. So we have up to about three grand to um to look for something else. So he didn't like Batman Forever, but we might still be able to convince him. There's Demolition Man, which has the pistol grips on the sides of the cabinet. Oh, really? Super cool game. That's like tons of ramps and shops. A wide body, so it's like black hole wide. Um, I was I was looking for a Monopoly, a Shadow. It's a couple like, other like, games. When you say Shadow, you're talking like the old the uh, movie, The Shadow. Really, uh, super cool game. Hmm. Really hard. What else is there? World Cup Soccer. It's a really fun game. I ran across a comic book like this week that had the Batman and the Shadow in. The, the same, same comic book, yeah. Oh. I, it was, I'm sure it was basically like a one-off. Like okay. I can't imagine them. They're not in the same universe. It's just no, like yeah. it's just like a one-off. Kind of like when when Batman fought like the aliens or like the predators. Oh, it's, sure. it's just they're just kind of just having fun, right? Right. He's fought the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as well. FYI. God, that's also kind of a neat. The hard part I have is I like games that trigger nostalgia, so. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters was almost an instant buy because Teenage Mutant, they have one though. They have a Teenage yes, Mutant Ninja Turtles they do. game. So, I, is it I, good? I don't know if it's really have good. You played it? I have not personally played it. Okay. There's a Back to the Future, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Batman. I think it's Batman Returns, Batman Original. I showed it to you the other day. It could be either one because it's it's the the original Batman. Oh, was he in the first two? Yeah, the he, first he's, okay, he's in yeah. both of them. So it could be either one. I don't and then know. Then there was Batman Forever, and then there was Stern's Batman, Batman Dark Beyond. Knight. Oh, there was a Dark Knight pinball. Correct. And right, now there's the new and, Batman sixty six. Yeah. And that game looks pretty cool now that the code's updated, but I don't know. That's expensive. It's out mm-hmm. of the three thousand dollar range. <laughs> I'm just wondering if they're going to come out with the a new Justice League one. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's a market for everything. Yeah. So, like, my nostalgia, I, uh, like, when Ghostbusters was announced, it was kind of like a pinball boner for me. I had to, I think I put my pre-order in before I even saw the game. It was one of those, here's a good deal, get on it before it's too late. Right. And, of course, you get all fired up. Same thing happened with Star Wars. Me and Kevin were going to put, we were going to sell World Poker and get Star Wars premium and it turned out i told him to hold off because all these bad reports started coming out when they released the pictures and then they had gameplay footage from dead flip and it just it didn't look you you get hyped up from ghostbusters being just loaded with toys and fun shots and then star wars comes out and it's deep rules and tons of flow but nothing's really there and for me uh, not my game Mm. i i've now played it but pro a couple times on route. I'm just not Di- interested. Nope. Didn't even. I didn't even want to put more money in. I went back to playing like Elvira and the Party Monsters and whatever else they had on route. Metallica or something. Sure. So we're. I don't know. We got about three grand to kind of spend on something new. I don't know. I enjoy Batman. I remember Batman Forever as a positive experience when I was little. Right. If I watched it today. Which I did. Ear- I just watched it oh, literally last night. Oh, wow. And I wasn't able to finish it. It's I a let, really... I walked out of the room. I let my son finish it. Yeah. Because I started watching it, and I was like, okay. 
this is a lot worse than I remembered it. Because the thing is, that was a good memory for me back in the day. I thought yep. Batman Forever was super cool. It was definitely, like, Val Kilmer and everything about that. Like, the Batmobile, I thought was the coolest when I was a kid. I tried to rewatch it last night and thought, my God, this is garbage. <laughs> it yeah. is. It, it has to be, like, I just watched all the Harry Potters on HBO. And the first movie, it was just bad acting mm. felt clunky mm-hmm. so it has to be like that well it's the writing got because the thing is val kilmer is not a bad actor um well but yeah when you put in the right right right, right writing right role exactly it, what it came down to was that the writing they didn't take anything seriously it was just for the fun of it no one matters in this it's just it's stupid batman whoever watches this is, is just nerds their opinion doesn't really matter and they yeah. made a film for what they thought were basically just man children, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah. Well, and then I think a bunch of kids liked it. Right. Well, it, they sold a lot of toys off of it. Oh, my God. What was I kind just of watching? Like Star Wars was a big uh, That's what it was. toy thing. Yeah, they made more money on toys than they ever did on the movies. Yep. yep. And I bought the soundtrack to Batman Forever. Did you? Yeah, I have the actual like CD well, and that's everything. That's cool. I didn't realize that they even made that. Yeah, it was pretty good. Well, back when I was little. Sure. I think sure. when CDs were first new. But anyways, I tried to rewatch it again. And uh, the Batmobile looks just as cool as it did back when I saw it the first time. I thought, wow. See that? That right there? That's a good Batmobile. How, how was Jim Carrey's The Riddler? He is just... He's actually... I enjoy his character a lot. His character is good. Um, But to me, when I watch him, him and Two-Face are so over the top. They oh, remind yeah. me so much of the Joker. But mm. there's very little difference in between the Riddler and the Joker. Whereas the Riddler, he's just supposed to be... Th- he is a psycho, but he is just supposed to be trying to outsmart everybody all the time. Like, when, when you play the Arkham City games, or like not... Well, all the Arkham games, because he's in, he's in all of them. Oh. And when he speaks, if I feel like almost everything he says has, like, two layers to it. Oh, he kind of does that mind game. Yeah, he's always smart. So whenever he says a sentence, it's not even just what he's telling you. It, it, there's like a second layer to it. And you have to kind of figure out what the hell he's actually trying to say secretly. And um, there's none of that really in the movie. It's just him acting like a psychopath all the time. Which is, <laughs> And he's funny. He's a really good character. I enjoy him a lot. I just feel like he's basically the Joker. Yeah, I mean they have to be distinguished. Otherwise, it is kind of one character. But nonetheless, I, I, I guess all I'm trying to say is I I enjoyed his character. I don't know if it represents the Riddler, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, there's Batman Forever's review. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only watch it if you really, yeah, really love Batman. Yeah, yeah. Um, or if you want some '90s nostalgia. Oh god. Oh, '90s nostalgia. That. What's the Batman after? With Mr. Freeze. That's Batman and Robin. That is a horrible. That is one of the worst films movie. I've ever seen. It's in my a life. Clooney. It is pure garbage. And actually, I highly suggest you don't even waste your time. <laughs> watching it. Do not watch that film. Oof. Uh, but I was Mr. Say, Freeze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay, Arnold. <laughs> Uh, but what I was gonna oh Bane Bane is in that movie which movie in Batman oh but he's the ridiculous uh, comic book guy with the big 
Yeah, uh, the big the big green hoses. Fa- and stuff fa- like yeah, that. The, the hoses and the face mask. But what I didn't like about it, so like the new one, he's a, he's a genius. He's super smart. He's oh, he outsmarts Batman. Batman and Dark ways. Knight was such a good trilogy. Yeah. Right. Whereas in the old one, they have him as like this little tiny skinny weasel of a dude, and they pump him full of uh, the venom, and then he becomes this big, huge, massive, dumb Hulk. Oh. He's just a dumb Hulk. But was that one of the comic books? No. Oh. No. He's but, he's always a big, strong guy who's super smart, and then he uh, pumps in the venom. And then when the venom goes into him, he becomes even larger and even more okay, strong. Okay, so punch through bricks and stuff like that. So the newer Batman's more on par with yeah. what? Should, yeah, okay. the new one is far more on par. Except the new one, since they tried to keep it realistic, they didn't have him actually hulk yeah. up and bulk up, oh, which is what they I do thought in was the great. comics. Yeah, yeah. it was oh, yeah. great. One of the best films of all time. Yeah, it's not the freaking uh, Avengers flying around craziness right well I, I enjoy the avengers as well but for a separate reason but yeah um what i was trying to get back to for 90s nostalgia i think of batman forever and i think of judge dread i love judge dread which judge dread the old one i love them both the new one's so good the new one's super I super good don't remember watching the old one with sylvester storm really I mean, I, I have it on DVD. About okay, it we should, yeah, we should watch because it. Because, honestly, in my opinion, it's still a really good film, even now. I think I have seen it, but I don't remember it. I mean, it's been that long. But I watched the new Judge Dredd, and I'm going, how in the F have you guys not started a sequel? It doesn't make sense to me. It is so good. There's a high demand for a sequel, and I don't know why they're not trying to make oh, money off of this. Oh, man. I think I read rumors that they were doing it, but it didn't do well in the box office or something? It didn't do well in the box office. I think it's because he's an unknown character. Whereas Batman, Superman, mm. the Avengers, they're well known. Yeah. Whereas Judge Dredd, he's not well known. But the people who've seen it, they all want sequels. They all want more. And uh, they just, for some reason, haven't wanted to spend the money to do it. Another decent pinball machine for 2500 You know who needs to do it? Netflix. Netflix is throwing money everywhere. Give it to Netflix. Oh, shit. They would probably give it justice. They would do a good job. They've done a great job with a whole bunch of properties. Speaking of, have you seen any of the new Altered Carbon? <laughs> no, I don't watch TV now that I have a baby. No, you're missing out. It's honestly one of the best TV series uh, I've ever seen. I wasted the other day at work because everybody in my office would not just shut up talking about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then uh, I look it up or something, someone sent a video you know, to the text group and... Sure. It's like this naked dude sitting in a freaking Ziploc bag or whatever. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I was going, oh, this looks like uh, The Matrix when everybody's naked in these little pods. Yeah. I um, guess the best correlation, in my opinion, would be it's like a hybrid of Game of Thrones and Blade Runner. You're like in Blade... I haven't seen Blade Runner either. Oh, really? I know the gist of it, but... Mm-hmm. I heard the original is super slow and lame, and then the new, the new one's fun. Yeah, the new one's good. I enjoy the new one a lot. It's... it's uh. It really feels like a Blade Runner world, but since it's a TV series and it has a lot of drama and everything is, it has impact. It has meaning, like in Game of Thrones, whereas people's lives oh matter and then they could be taken. Yeah, people can die and and stuff matters. Whereas in a lot of TV series you watch, like an Arrow, you, Arrow's never gonna die. Oh um, yeah, the Flash is never gonna die. Yeah, uh, people. Are always going to win in every single episode, uh, 
and each episode is individualized that this is one long arc that has a lot of drama and a lot of value. so is this a new property yeah and is it this is on netflix yes do you think they are making a sequel i haven't watched the last episode yet so i don't know necessarily if it i guess you haven't you haven't seen the talk on the internet that hey we've already signed two more seasons or anything. that hasn't happened yet okay. whereas like like wins. right got a before it even released yep. was like oh second season or whatever correct second movie same with uh stranger things as oh soon god as, it was I either love before that show. released or the day after released they announced we have two more seasons coming good i can't get enough of that 80s-ness i love it it's i love that oh, series damn. so much on the pinball forum, they're already talking about trying to make a Stranger Things pinball game. Oh, they need to. <laughs> yeah, buddy. They totally need to. God, it's a good game. A good show. <laughs> um, but I, I haven't heard any rumors about uh, Altered Carbon 2, but I can't imagine that they wouldn't. Okay, we'll have to watch it. it the hard part for me is like, if... Uh, but also at the same time, I haven't seen the last episode. If everyone uh, dies, I mean, then it's over, I guess. Yeah. When my baby's awake uh, and I ever try to watch TV, she just screams. So I have to like wait <laughs> until she goes to bed that's, and then I'm and then I'm tired. That's literally kind of my problem right now. And then I try is, to play Zelda because yeah. I'm like, oh, gotta get through this long ass game. Mm-hmm. Have you have you been playing a lot of Zelda? I've been playing a lot of pick up Zelda. So like I pick it up, get about 15, 20 minutes. I might have a lot of hours in now, but I'm not like far in the game. Like okay. I still don't have much ar- for clothing and armor. Okay. Um. Is that a big deal in that game? Were you, were you collect armor and stuff? Yeah, because um, in the story, I just talked to Impa. I got to go find these like twelve memories and get those returned. Um, so I, I'm maybe four to six hours into the game, and that's me dicking around exploring as well. Um, but you need to get your armor and weapons kind of higher level because you have to go to really hot or, or like they're kind of it's like one big country but there's a bunch of little states in, sure. in it and they're kind of broken up into environments there's super hot lava world the freezing effing cold mountain uh-huh. and the really hot place you have to have things that keep your temp down otherwise you'll lose life and on the really cold world if i just walk up there now i'll get really cold and i'll start losing life okay so i have to kind of get prepared for these and I'm really slow at going about uh, upgrading my character. Mm. I'm kind of I go to a town and try to beat all the side quests, and then I go to the next town in the story and try to beat all those side quests. And then uh, so I'm kind of moseying. I'm moseying through the easy sections uh, to kind of just work my way. I, I guess I, I just want to get I want to experience most of the game before I beat it. Or I, I there's so much freaking area to cover, but sure. Like, when you showed up, I was playing yeah. in a place I've never seen before. Okay. And they were kicking my ass. Well, so I left. I didn't even think it was a Zelda because, I guess when I think of Zelda, I think of this big green world. So, when I saw you on what looked like a lava world, or like mm-hmm. Mustafar, basically, from uh, Star Wars, I was kind of surprised that you were playing Zelda. I didn't know what it was at first. Yeah. And I just picked up Rocket League for Switch today uh, from Best Buy because the physical version has all the DLC built in. Cool. So it costs a little bit more, but then I get I don't have to dick with DLC. Although I, a friend of ours told us that DLC is just stupid cars and stuff. Mm. You don't need it, but 
I'm a little physical fan. Sure. You're a collector. So you yeah. want the physical copy of it. Yeah, because then you can play it years from now. Right. Um, I probably won't get to that game. I, I mean, I still haven't played Doom on the Switch, so. Really? Oh. I heard it's good. It's really good. I, I never mm. finished it because I just rented it because I wanted to see if it was a fun game. And it was a fun game. I never bought it, though. Hey, if you buy a Switch, you can borrow mine because I bought it physically. <laughs> I can hand you the cart. And you good point. Play. Yeah. Good point. Um, Gaming-wise, for me, I... Speaking of armor and stuff, I think that I'm going to have to buy Monster World Hunter because uh, I'm getting wow. a lot of pressure. Monster World Hunter? Monster Hunter World. Whoa! Monster. I don't know if we can let you buy the game if you don't even know the name. <laughs> I, I don't... To be honest, and this is... To be really honest, I don't want to buy the game. I'm not interested in the game. I feel like I have to buy the game because I got so much pressure from like all of oh, our... Oh, caving into the peer pressure. Hey, yeah. hey, Steve, want to do cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Uh, oh, sure. You, got, make... you have some around here? It sounds like a good idea. <laughs> It'll make you even more enthusiastic. <laughs> no. All right. Light it up. Let's go. But uh, our boss wants me to get the game. He keeps telling me every single day I'm supposed to get this game. Uh, our other co-workers keep telling me I need to get this game. The problem... I love Monster Hunter. I played it for a little bit on the Wii. The hard part I have is it's similar to Destiny where you, if you don't crush hours into the game, uh-huh. it's worthless. You wasted your time. So a buddy of ours, uh, John, he's he beat the main campaign. Yeah. He's got like 60 hours in it already. 60, 80 hours. Wow. So... You need to have tons of time. It's kind of like Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that, which I know I don't, I'll never get to it. I'll never... I'll be, it'd be like Destiny 1 where I got six hours in and everybody quit. Mm-hmm. And then it was a, it was pissed because I was like, well, oh, it was a waste of 50, 60 bucks. <laughs> um, so, if it comes of... out for the Switch, I'll totally pick it up. But if, I don't have... I never come down in my basement to play in my Xbox. So. Do you think it will come out for the Switch? I don't know if World will. I think they'll come out with a different version for the Switch. Because okay. I think the Switch... Like a Monster Hunter Switch. Or yeah. Like a, or something like the that. The hard part is the Switch can do the whole pause and sleep on the fly. Uh-huh. So you have to... You, they have to program in for the the weirdness of uh, mobile gaming. Sure. So I think they'll come out with a Switch version. Because honestly, it might be a good Switch game. It'll be, dude. The people in Japan love this this game. They are nuts about it. Mm-hmm. And there was there they've been on DS and the Wii, so they just need to kind of put a really good like. So it is probably on its way, even though there's not necessarily any rumors right now. Yeah, I mean, pe- people are disappointed, but I get. World is a very connected to the internet game, and so if you're not oh if if you're not online, which so they is, need to make an offline version that has the ability to pause on, and now you can pick it up on the fly. Right and the, yeah, that's what I mean. So it would not work with the Switch, Currently. unless you were like docked online. Right. It's a different platform, but if it was like the DS version mashed with the console, it would work. That makes sense. I heard you're playing Destiny Two again. He, yep, that Ooh. is. Yeah, I'm kind of a hypocrite. I said a lot of bad stuff about Destiny 2. Oh, this game doesn't work anymore. (laughs) And then uh, it's... I sit down, I try to think about what game I'm going to play, and I look at my collection, and I decide... All I want to do is play Destiny again. So I I just start playing it. So how does it feel? 
It feels good. Why? Is that because you have new content? I think what it... No. There's no new content. It's just well, there was the same. D- there's the one DLC. I think there's two reasons why I'm enjoying it again. Number one. The main reason, number one, is that I took a break. Okay. Valid. I just needed a break from it. So I took, about, I don't know, a month off or something like that. And then I came back and it felt fresh. It felt fun. And I was enjoying myself. And I think the second reason why I'm doing it, why I'm enjoying it, is because I'm playing a lot more Crucible, which is their multiplayer. Oh, yeah, I don't like that one. Oh, okay. Well, because I get my ass kicked. <laughs> to me, it keeps it fast paced. Oh, sure. And just coming at me nonstop. And you don't need your buddies to be a little group going on the single, like the missions. I guess, but I only play with my buddies. On Crucible? Yeah, I don't play by myself. Who the fuck do you play with? I have a full crew every single time. Oh. <laughs> I thought I was, you know, internet famous, quote unquote. <laughs> Steve is a motherfucking celebrity in the Destiny world. <laughs> no, I, I had, I had one crew that I was working with, and then uh, another crew wanted to play, so we kind of merged them. So, yeah. wow, you're like a clan member. Usually, it's just like, I, the, it's I like brain real a life. Clan member, we have like a the, real clan. You call yourself the orcs or something? No, we are the. Oh my god, do you have a name? <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> Oh, you're really good at doors of death. Death doors. Door. What is it? What is? It? Oh, he's gonna look it up. Give me a second. We're, we're, I'm gonna edit this so it sounds smoother. Give me um, one second here. Steve. Mm-hmm. Steve's in a clan. Destiny mm-hmm. clan. I'm find my Destiny app here. Oh my. Gaming. I thought I was a dork for having a Destiny. clan. I'm like SOCOM. Loading up. Your clan. I'm gonna go start my own clan now and. I mean, you'll beat me on Destiny, but I'll just talk smack to you. Although you probably have party chat on. Oh, so by the way, we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20. We have a... Holy crap. We have like 30 people in our clan. I didn't realize our clan was that big. Good I'm thing, not adding all these people. Somebody else is you're an admin. A leader. Who's Jesus. Ad- yeah. yeah. I am an admin, but uh, I haven't added half of these people. We have a lot of people on our clan. What are we called? Death dealers? Dealers of death? Doors? I know it's got doors in it. Doors? You go through a door and you find death? What, what the heck are we called here? Oh, this isn't good, Steve. This isn't good. I, I don't know how you are supposed to be clan famous. I uh, Death's Door. That's a oh, good okay. name. That's not a bad name. I wish I would have thought of it right away. <laughs> Death's Door. We are Death's Door. That's it. That's it. I like it. We got a cool symbol and stuff like that. It's Yeah, it's not bad. Did you, like, meet these guys on the street corner? Or? No, it was just, like, my brother. It was all of us friends. Like, like Jesse's an admin. I'm an admin. Marshall's Oh, he's admin. in this? Yeah. What a dork. Yeah. I'm uh, going to make fun of him now when I go to work. Uh, Koi's in the clan. Everybody's in the clan. Where's my invite? I fucking have Destiny 2. We have sent you invites. I, as you know what? Let me look up real quick to see if you're in our clan. <laughs> a million bucks. It's sitting in my little uh, message box. I, I, I want to see if you actually are a member right now. Because I think you might be. North P. Nope, you're not a member. But I know you have multiple invites. I probably saw this like, oh, welcome to our clan. Get the hell out of here, you clan dumbasses. Yeah. I, I, I know I've personally invited you twice. I know Marshall's invited you. And I think Jesse's invited you. So, screw this. <laughs> the only time I want to turn my Xbox on is to play Hydro Thunder. I played that today. You 
all at work. Mm-hmm. So we need to do the twelve days of whatever of hydro. But I did a I did like four tests on Hurricane. If you want to even call them tests, you, you were streaming. Yeah, legitimately. I through Mixer. Which, by the way, you're really good at streaming. You talk the whole entire time, which is really cool. I blabbered for well, the whole time. It was entertaining. Like you were giving us the full <clears> history <throat> of Hydro Thunder, a bunch of stuff. Well, and I bought uh, a Friends Connect so I can do video mm-hmm. of myself being stupid. But we ran into an issue. I have my mixer set to VOD, right? Save your files after they're done streaming. Right. And the streams looked decent, but all we had was our cell phones to verify. Right. But the VOD, the quality is crap. It's garbage. It is so fuzzy and blurry. And I didn't realize how bad it was until. And we then went it'll back glitch too. Mm-hmm. Straight up freeze. And I'm hardwired Xbox One to my router. Yeah. With quote unquote 30 meg, not gig. I don't have a gig router, but it should be easily. When I'm playing, it's everything smooth. Yeah. And then I downloaded the video off Mixer. And the, it's horse crap. Yep. And then I put it to YouTube because I didn't watch the whole thing. And then I'm uploading crappy content. That's but, fine. You can delete it whenever you want. But now we know. Well, yeah. Now, but now it's not. Uh, I mean, we have a workaround now with Twitch. But it's not going to be as cool because it was nice to be able to think Mixer's built in. Yes. From Microsoft. I can just Correct. enable it. Go. It seemed like the one to rule them all, and it's not. It's oh man, it's not clear enough. And I looked, at, I, I googled it, and they're like, "Oh, check your your network." Uh, there's some network tests you can do in your Xbox settings. So I went to my settings to test network speed or network connectivity, and they kept airing out, "Oh, Xbox services are down. Check back later." Awesome. Uh, Thanks for your help. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, maybe <laughs> you should ping Google. Yeah. But my stream. We have a Windows phone with Hydro Thunder Go. And make sure it does good on that. Because, well, one, Hydro Thunder Go is amazing for a mobile game. Yeah. It also, every level is a throwback to the original Hydro Thunder. They're all knockoffs of the original with, like, added or mixed. It's like a remix of the original. Sure. Um, But what I do is I plug my and Windows. does it handle good? I don't remember because I played a long time ago. So what I do... Normally, I don't like motion-driving games, right? Where you tilt your phone yeah. to steer. I hate I hate them, to be honest. hate it. However, this game does it really well somehow. Is it because it's a boat? So it feels smoother? Mm, maybe. But I think they just... I think they spent a lot of time getting it right. Okay. That, that might just be all it takes. Yeah. There's a couple times where I feel like I'm turning more... And it doesn't, but there's also water rushing sideways at me, so, meh. Sure. I don't know. I'm not, I I do not get upset playing and steering. I really, I have a feeling it might be because it's a boat, whereas when you are in a car, you feel like you're supposed to have traction right now, and you're turning. Oh, yeah, maybe. And it's not turning right away, or you try to cut back, and it doesn't feel, like, I just spun my hands right now, why isn't it reacting? I think I, that could a boat, be part of it. You spin your hands, and in real life, if you twist that, it doesn't react right away. It yeah, it's slowly a little slowly reacts. You're, and then, and then you do have that kind of drift yeah. in the boat. So yeah, that's maybe. probably what it is. The fact that it's a boat game. 
But I got I updated the phone to it's on Windows 10 Mobile, and you plug it in via USB to a Windows 10 computer, mm-hmm. and you can share your screen onto the computer default into Windows, and then with Mixer, um, the app installed, you can then stream that that app that window and it's really easy what is it just like the yeah windows button and like f or something like that yeah f or g yeah and it's not full screen it's a little bit bigger than your phone size wise but when i downloaded the video off mixer it was 1080p nice full res full stream no glitch looked great so now i can i now that that test is done i can do a and <clears throat> through Mixer, you can have your laptop grab the video if you have a camera in your laptop mm-hmm. and the mic. can all be recorded onto your stream. So um, I'll probably start streaming Hydro Thunder Go. I'll, I'll probably do you know a, a full playthrough. Uh, still having problems finding all the secrets, but... Right. I kind of wanted to do like an entire playthrough. Then we can hack up the video to do, here's this track... Here's that track. Because I look today and Twitch and Mixer really don't have Hydro Thunder Go or Hydro Thunder itself sure. uh, saved in their in their database. Which kind of makes sense because, first of all, no one plays the game. It was only available only on the Windows phone. Yeah, which was lame, but... Right. But um, I mean, it, it's, it had such a limited audience. It was years ago. So it, before it was, you could really get your video off of it. Correct. They didn't have streaming... At least not easily. It was for a limited market. Uh, if it was for Android, maybe it would have been a completely different mm. thing. Because you'd still be able to play it. Yeah. I mean, it. yeah. I... Whereas now, Windows 10 no longer has service. I mean, I found the game and my save from the cloud pulled up. And even your... We're friends, I think, on it. Or mm-hmm. something. I, I saw your times on tracks. What it is is you're playing with Windows Phone. So it connects uh, your oh, Microsoft Xbox profile. So you can see my Xbox profile. And since I've played the game years ago, it showed my times on your tracks. It made me miss my Windows Phone. So if they bring the Surface Phone out, might be an easy buy. If they can give me a good commercial or a good demonstration, I might think heavily about getting that over the Razer phone. <laughs> All this, honestly, I love the OS for Windows phone. I would it was get a Windows simplistic phone. Simplistic and great. It's it's it is the best OS. I don't care what anyone else says. Like I know I've I've used all of them and to me, it's hands down Windows phone blows everything out of the water. But where they fail epically is their app store. Just like BlackBerry. Just zero apps. Right. And they both at they both past the point of no return enabled apps to be imported from iOS and Android. But it was almost too late. It was like, oh, you're throwing this feature out after you're syncing. Both did? Yeah. Oh. Blackberry was you were able to they either paid people to bring Android apps over. Yeah. And Windows Phone did too and they even had a I think Windows Phone had another app that you could import the apps yourself. I remember But they did it too late. Yeah. Yeah. I sent you the article on the Windows Phone one. 
Right. And I guess I don't remember what the date was on that because I remember I personally tried. There was a lot of rumors swirling around that because everyone wanted to know how do I get Android apps onto my Windows phone because they have the games and the apps that I want to play. How do I figure out how to convert them over to the Windows phone? And I found some ways to do it. But they were all for like programmers. They weren't for easy oh, like, sure. users to use. Yeah. Uh, and I wasn't a programmer, so to me it was all over my head, and I just kind of gave up on it. Yeah, when it when it's not click click done, it's gonna be way too much. Yeah, if I could drag and drop it, cool. Let's do it right now. It since Windows 10 now has the Ubuntu base in it, everybody's kind of rumored and hoping that Windows Mobile has that same kind of Android Linux base in it, mm-hmm. and you can just have the android like play store that'd be awesome that's what they need to do use windows os with somehow make a contract with google and get their android um play store oh god i would i don't like androids now because of the keyboard that's what drives me nuts now is it the keyboard feel really like uh i had a s6 and i just it would never sense my thumb Pushing, uh-huh. uh, like, uh, typing, like an iPhone. iPhone just picked it up perfect. But my new iPhone is now sucking balls at picking up my thumb tapping. So I, I could totally switch right now. I don't remember the last time I've actually typed anything. I swipe constantly. Oh, I got sick of swiping. All I do is I swipe. would go between... Luckily, the swipe keyboard does both, right? Like, I would yeah. swipe a couple words and get sick of it and then type and then go back to swipe. Hmm. Kind of like a five-year-old. Yeah, I swipe everything. So, yeah, I... No, you hit the up. button and talk. <laughs> I do that, too. I do that a lot. I, I talk to my phone... Oh, my God. Probably... Who the hell are you talking to? Probably 40% of Cortana? the Cortana? <laughs> well, not Cortana anymore. Well, I, your I, laptop I, yeah, works. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Google. Yeah, I talk to... Or is it Bixby? Because you have a Samsung. No. You have the Google Big, Yeah, Bixby. I don't... I might be able to download Bixby for this phone. I, I've never tried. Uh, but that's for the next phone up. The one that came out a month after the one I bought. <laughs> uh, I just saw a rumor today that the S9 Samsung is going to yeah. have a headphone jack. Really? Yeah. I. You know how their new marketing is like, screw you, Apple. Yeah. You're dumb. I think that's their. Yeah. It's because they took it out for the eight. The eight is a USB-C only. That comes with the dongle, just like iPhone. And I think they're going back, just like they did with the SD cards. They took SD cards out, like on your phone. There's no SD card. You're right. There is none. You're right. They brought it back because people got so pissed, and so I think with the the buyers, like the consumers, are now upset that there's no headphone. They're going to bring it back. That's the rumor. It may or may not happen. I'm not a big into Android, so I could care less. Yeah. Anyway, phones. Hey, we should talk about arcades that we went. We took a field trip. Yeah. Friday. We went together finally for the first time uh, down to uh, the arcade. I know we've been talking about the arcade a lot recently, but the fact that we both were there together. Um, Steve uh, texts and calls me every time he goes there, which is a couple times a week. <laughs> and he, like, I think he's just bragging. He's like, hey, Pete, are you free? Uh, we're playing Ghostbusters. It's fit. 
you have a story about Ghostbusters or Jurassic Park for me? You called me and told me and you bragged. Yeah, but we told that in the last... We said that in the last podcast. Oh, did we? Yeah. Oh, see, that's my memory, man. (laughs) But if you haven't heard the awesome uh, story of me playing forever... (laughs) Oh, that's right. ...for free, then go back to the last podcast and listen to that one. Yeah, episode six. Yeah, episode six. Um... So we, we went to Adventure Zone, which is in Canal Park, uh, downtown Duluth. Um, we went during lunch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, like a lunch break. We took uh, took the employees down. Um, there's a couple places to eat, so it was kind of like, yeah, you know, go go do your thing. We're going to play some arcades. Uh, we, came, we went for reviews. Yeah. And then... Uh, the other guys just came because... We ate their food there, though, and it was completely oh, shenanigans. The pizza was all right. I love the pizza. I had a burger and it was just garbage. Hey, you want a microwave microwave hockey puck? I knew, sounds like a plan. Yeah, I knew in advance as soon as you got it that. Why was, would you let me do that? I don't know. I just. Oh, I know. I, was, <laughs> I took your dollar at pinball league. <laughs> Screw you, Pardo. No, I, I was hoping that uh, I would be wrong, so I didn't say anything. I was like, well, you know, if anything, you're a guinea pig, and I can find out if it's good or not. But uh, I love their pizza. Their pizza is my favorite pizza in town. Are you serious? Sorry, I had to grab a beer. Are you serious? I love their pizza. I feel like their pizza is, um, it's probably a decent pizza. There's a bunch it's of... It's not a high quality pizza. I'm going to put that out there right now. Are you sure? There's a frozen pizza that a lot of bars use. And the Curling Club in Duluth uses it. And I forgot what the name is. I don't know. I, it is not like an old Chicago or a green pizza. No, 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 no. I'm it's, not saying it's, it's a frozen quality. pizza. But it's I, probably a Jacks, and you fucking love. No, Jax. it's not a Jacks. Oh no, I'm sorry. Tombstone, Tombstone Premium. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's really good. And uh, yeah, Eastern and I eat the heck out of that every single time. I had a bite. I can't. I have food allergies, so I kind of take a hit when I eat this stuff. But they I, have, I had a bite, and it was all right. Where you sit down to eat, they have a couple levels, and oh, we'll, so there's a lot of shit to do here. There's like the batting cages and laser tag. Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, a big, but, then a big area for mini golf and the arcades, but... Have you been in that laser tag recently? A couple years ago. It's huge now. Oh, they added on. Yeah, it, it's a really big environment. So, yeah, there's this... There, It looks like a a fair trailer. Like a trailer yep. you bring to the fair and sell corn dogs and crap. Mm-hmm. And there's a little eating spot. And then above the batting cages is what you're going to tell us. Yeah, it's like this cool little kind of overlook of the batting cages... And uh, nobody ever goes up there, so it's kind of Easton in my spot. We get our pizza, we get our candy, whatever, because we we usually do it like at the end of the day. Like oh, we, we okay. Play our games, and then get, uh, get your fingers greasy after you play, exactly. which is which is very nice of you. <laughs> it's just how it turns out. It's not really on purpose, but usually when we're cashing in our our tickets for candy. Uh, we then go over and get some pizza, then we go up and sit up there. And I we, wish we could use tickets to buy pizza. Uh, I so do I. Every single time I buy that pizza, I think, God, why can't I use my tickets for this? I mean, I pay a thousand tickets. So I just don't want to. Other prizes sucked. Their prizes suck balls. They really need. We should. We should get. We gotta talk. We gotta talk to management. We do. There. We need to talk to management and give them all of our thoughts. <laughs> but yeah, we usually just go up there and sit down and just chill out and eat our pizza and our candy. Do you like and... uh, distract the batters? Show him, like, moon him or... No. Do a funny dance? No. No, That's too bad. But he likes watching him hit the ball. You should get... Here's... I got a plan. You buy the little bouncy balls with your tickets. 
Just throw them down at them. Yeah, throw them while they're batting. Just throw these mini bouncy balls. <laughs> just, just hit this, mother! <laughs> whipping balls down at them. Uh, okay, so... Okay, what's the first game we played? I forget. Was it Ghostbusters? Yes. It was. And the sound was not working. When no. We attract, so attract sound works. Once you coin up the music game mode. Yeah, the game. Which, I owned a big buck world. And so I think that there's two different sounds. Because uh, you, know, you kind of want your attract sound loud and then your game sound a little lower. Just so you don't piss off everybody. But or maybe you want your attract sound dim or low and then you want your game music up. That makes sense. Because that's how most games are. Yeah, a lower track volume and then a high game volume. So, luckily, uh, before we, we went, you had gone and said, holy shit, P, they fixed the guns. Yeah. And sure enough, uh, I, I'm betting that Roth Thrills put out a, like a TSB update, a service bulletin update, to uh, update the mechs that the guns sit on. Yeah. So, they're, they're very tight. They're harder to turn. Not, and they're not hard, but they, like you said, they, you turn and you can let go and they stay. They don't flop around. Right. And so you, you don't feel like you have to slam it left and right. No. It's very smooth. Um, Everything that you do is very deliberate now. Yep. So we, we played around the Ghostbusters, and it's a buck of play, and you get three levels. Three levels and then Stay Puff? No, it's two levels and Stay Puff. Hmm. I think there's a total of like six or seven maps total. So you, you coin up, and you play... A map of random ghosts flying around. So you shoot. Ping pong balls weren't shooting. But the noises were. And you have a reticle on the screen. And you're, we're hitting the ghosts. Me and you. And then we went to the next stage. And we completed that. And then we got to the state puff. Mm-hmm. We beat state puff. Slaughtered him. And the game was over. Yeah. It was over very quickly. Holy moly. Yeah. I was kind of upset. Yeah. It... Isn't a long game. I mean, maybe, maybe two minutes. It feels better when there's music for one and for two. If you play it for the tickets, we got five hundred tickets for beating Stay Puff. Yeah. I mean, you, you actually for tickets wise, that's the only game you should play in the whole entire joint. Oh sure. As long as it's not set on hard. If it's oh, set on hard. Oh, that's then you right. Should it never was, play it. I think it was set the easy then because yeah, because we you. we slaughtered it like it was nothing. Now, there's a handful more levels, but you have to continue. Yeah. To play any other levels, you have to just keep putting it in money. It was the same ones. hmm It was... It felt like a decent game. It was very re- redemption-y. Yes. I think that if we were management there, it'd be a more fun game, because one, the sound would be, would be on, and I'd have that whole entire bubble-like thing that, that all the ping-pong balls are in. That'd be loaded with ping-pong balls. Yeah, the so whole entire bottom would be. There's full like of ping a bench. Balls. You sit down and you hold your gun. Then there's this net dome that has the ping pong balls. It's not a net. It's, it's like it's like uh, plastic, a clear. Plastic oh, okay. Well, there's dome. like a net around where the gun is. But then, yeah. yeah, there's plastic. Yeah, good point. Then there's like a maybe 50, 60 inch TV. So it's a it's a large arcade. Yeah, it takes up a lot of space. Very much so. Um. But. There has to be an option in the menu to to randomize the maps, because that kind of sucked. I don't, I don't know. I was I was disappointed. Do you think there's an option to ha- add more maps in there too? 
if Roth Thrills does that, like Big Buck will get updates and like Big Buck HD got updates. Golden T gets updates. Um, Roth Thrills may or may not push updates. But sometimes they, you know, they, they pound out a game, they go the next. No, no, no. I don't mean, I mean like, when I say add more levels, I mean like instead of having two levels and then stay puff, could you have like five levels and then stay puff? I don't, we'd have to check the menu, but mm-hmm. probably not. And they pro- you just put it on, don't make you pay for it. Sure. <laughs> but since it's a redemption game, it needs to end. Yeah, good point. I, it, if they had items worth buying, 500 tickets would not be a big deal for me, for a dollar. Because it was a buck a piece. Correct. So I have, my card has a lot of points on it now. But if they had a PlayStation sitting up there. Or a drone. I would sit there and play it all day and then go get my PlayStation for like 50 bucks. Or 500. You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, either one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we didn't continue because I was kind of upset. We, we did play it a couple times. We would play it and then come back to it. Yeah. Play something else. I mean, it, Easton just sat there the whole entire time pretty much. Yeah. Then we played uh, Jurassic Park. It was not on free play because those kids ruined it. Yeah. Which, yeah. Again, go back to our last episode and listen to that story. But go on. But you put a buck in, you get a lot of time. And technically, you can play it forever as long as you never die. Yeah, I don't. I didn't understand that. Do you get so many lives? No, there, no you only get one life. You only so have you one just life. don't. So we just didn't suck for like two maps. Yeah, we just did really good in the beginning. Because we lasted to the third map, I want to say. Right, so there's four like tracks or paths that you can go on, and we chose the. This is Jurassic Park Arcade. It's newer. Yeah. You sit down in this little cabinet, and you. I don't know, it's the same similar gun to Ghostbusters, with it's a big ass TV. Yeah. It's a big ass arcade, but it's not super old. Did the did the seats rumble? I don't remember, man. It was an experience, though. Yeah. There was de- we were definitely surrounded in sound, for sure. Oh yeah, I feel like the seats rumbled. They definitely could have, because in Cruise and Blast and H two Overdrive they rumble because the subwoofer. Yeah, I think they got four tracks. We chose the T Rex track, so it's kind of T Rex themed. Yeah, we started in the, in the back of a Jeep. Yep. Then we went to a paraglider thing, or that we played long enough that I felt it was easily worth my dollar. Yes, definitely. Yeah, that was a good game. I would definitely pay. Many times more to play that. Yeah, you don't get tickets though. No, it's not it's, redemption. It's just like a regular game. Like yeah. if you're gonna play Area Fifty One or something like that, you just put yep. in your money, you play through it as long as you can survive, and then you're out. Did they have Terminator there? They did. Oh, but one of the guns was broke. Yeah. We then played H Two Overdrive, mm-hmm. and I sucked. I kept trying to you didn't suck. I, lo- I lost. You lost every single everybody. time. You lost But you didn't necessarily... It wasn't like you were doing bad. It's just Oh, yeah. Like, I wasn't like stuck in a corner. No. And then like uh, never went to the next checkpoint. Right. But I kept trying to do uh, turbo boosts, like turbo jumps. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get it right. You did figure it out, though. We You you learned how to do it, so the rest of us figured it out. Yeah, you have to be boosting, then go uh, reverse forward yeah. while you're boosting. You can't... You don't do it while you're pressing the button. You have to be already pressing, which Correct. sucks. It takes your boost. It takes boost to jump. So, like, you kept slamming it back and forth trying to figure out how to do it, and you weren't pressing the boost button at the same time. 
Well, I would be, I would go down then up and hit boost, where you have to be holding it then yeah. go down and up. They fixed those because the steering wheel had force feedback. Oh, it was, great. and that was a maze balls. That's why I think that game was so good. It's because of all the shaking as you're going around corners and stuff like that. It felt really, really good. That stupid game gets me just fired up to buy one because you you have. I typed in my old code, so uh-huh. it pulled up my old save, and I thought I had more boats further, but my the um the knockoff rad hazard was still like level twelve. Nice. So I, I would pick that, which is a wild boat, but I put in a code for the first time, so everything so that we did got saved as yep. well. And I had Jesse play on my thing because so <laughs> I kept updating my stuff as well. Um but their their tracks are gorgeous. They're easily two minutes, two and a half minutes. It's, it's definitely a- worth your dollar. Yeah. The graphics are st- still hold up, which is crazy because it's an, old, it's an older game. Yeah, it's God, two thousand fourteen. It's old. God, we're old. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm old. You're young. Uh, everything holds up. The arcade still feels good. The force feedback, the controls. I, I just I need so much time on it because all the tracks have their secrets and we don't know them. No, and the boats have upgrades. And you would, I mean, hundreds of dollars you have to pump in to upgrade all your stuff. Agreed. So that's a cool, that's still a, a good game. And then we played Cruise and Blast. Holy LED color barf. Yeah, yeah, it's an orgasm of color and lights, that's for sure. It draws you in. Yeah, it's, and it has a lot of cool stuff. It One, it completely wraps you in sound. It was a loud game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you sit down... They have a lot of different options for cars. A lot of options. Although for cars. you had the, you know, on the uh, the arcade, the old arcade or the sixty four version, you'd hit a special button and you would have the secret cars, which I couldn't find. Which you did. Yeah, I found those and I was going, oh, this is the this is that nostalgic pull. Yeah, they had a lot of cool, a lot of cool cars, and you can customize them all. Yeah, you change the color, and you, and then right before you start a track, you can pick one free. Mod. Mod, yeah. Like uh, arrow or engine boost or some t- tires or something. Yeah, yeah, you can you can really modify it at that point. Put like a big huge engine on it. It doesn't change like the speed at all. At least not that I could tell. I thought it did if you picked the engine. Well, fine. If they do, they're straight up lying to you. Because, well, yeah. Because that's where the next part of this comes in. Oh, plus, if you type in your number just to save your games, just like you do with Hydro Thunder. Shit, I didn't do that. Or H2 Overdrive. Yeah, you did. Because remember, it took your picture. Oh, yeah. It, it, yeah, it attaches and it your picture And it makes a stupid face, yeah. Yeah. Crap. I'm on the uh, Yeah, well, it is what it is now. <laughs> they, they, they got your face. But uh, when the actual gameplay is going on, it's a very exciting track, and there is a lot of stuff going Holy on. crap. It is a fun game, but it... What is it called? It's called Slingshot. Okay. So if you... So me and Steve are racing, and he's beating me. It slingshots me up to to be up with him. So you're always racing each other. Right. I can never outrun you, no matter what. It is a tight race till the end, no matter what. Right. I once was next to you. No, I was behind you, got in a huge car accident, did a flip over the top of this bus, and then landed in front of you. And I thought, oh, that's ridiculous. It. I know why they did it, so that... 
when you're heads up with like you know two to eight cabinets, everybody's always racing at the same spot on the tracks. I get it. It's for competition, and it is a fun thing. I guess it, I'm just so used fun. to yes. Very, very fun game. I'm just used to, like, Need for Speed or something that you have to work hard. If you were competitive, it would piss you the fuck off. Yeah. And that's kind of what I thought is, like, this is just a, a game for the fun of it. And I guess if I would have been in that mindset, then it would have been totally fine. As If they keep this in the arcade, which obviously I think they will, they're really bad about porting stuff to the home console now, but it would it'd probably be fine. But if they want to bring that to the Xbox... You can't have Slingshot at, at home. Oh my god, you'd... Not when you're trying to race against no people other than the computer. Right. Yeah, it has to be legitimate. Because this is from home. Nintendo. They licensed it out to Raw Thrills. They're never going to bring it home. I wouldn't think so. No. Once it makes it to Raw Thrills, it never comes out. Um, There's a couple jittery things in the graphics. Like when it got real nuts. When me and you, we both tapped the gas twice to do the... Pop wheelie boost. Sometimes the, I think it felt like the game kind of lagged for a second and then went forward. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, um, and I really think it's because of the slingshot, because it's trying to keep stuff equal, so you don't just take off. Whereas if it was just you and versus the computer, you would double tap, you'd blow right by the guy. Whereas if you double tap and you're next to me, it doesn't allow you just to go. Right by me. It kind of just keeps you literally at the same racing speed. Dang. It looks cool. And like when I'm power sliding the corner because you do a double tap of the gas and it whips the back out. Double tapping the gas, by the way, in Cruise and Blast does all the cool stuff. If you want to do a stunt, if you want to do a a pop wheelie, if you want to do a drift, you just double tap into a corner or over a jump. Whenever you want to do anything... That's your action move. Just double tap gas. I had a hard time drifting because it would say, it even tells you, like, drift this corner. And you double tap the drift, but it's almost too early. Or you're too close to the wall. Right. You really need to put a few bucks in. To, to learn when the timing is. To really play. But I, I think the game is probably doing pretty good. Oh, I'm sure it's doing actually a lot. Money-wise, I'm sure it's doing a lot. I mean, I'm you, talking... You the, can't walk by it and the not... The T-molding of the game lit up rainbow color. Mm-hmm. I know that T-molding's lit up now, but holy crap, that game is lit. Yeah, T-molding, by the way, is all like the all the edging on, on oh, the sure. entire game. Oh, uh, sure. On the wood, yeah, the edge. Like all the pinball machines have T-molding around um, the back head. Yeah, the whole thing is just lights and... We'll post a link to... The yeah. Roth reels like pictures of it. Yeah, that's, that's I, do I don't mind putting more money into it, but I also felt the tracks weren't very long, and so your buck went real quick. It didn't feel as valuable as H two Overdrive. H two Overdrive, one the racing was more legitimate because yeah, if you're in last place, it does give your uh, boost. Uh, oh yeah, your boost lasts longer if you're if you're behind. Your boost just keeps going. It doesn't keep going. Well, okay, yeah, like you said, it lasts longer. Yeah, when you run through a boost, you get a lot more gas versus to the guy help in the first you, to help you. Yeah. It doesn't sl- it doesn't slingshot you up to the other right. person. It gives you an advantage to try to catch up. Yep. But it doesn't slingshot you up next to the guy, so you have to work for it. They're just giving you the ability to try to to not let you just lose easily. I guess. Yeah. In my opinion, it's a hands down way better game than Cruise and Blast. 
But Cruising Blast, I think it's a lot more money because you can't walk by that game and not just be staring at it the whole entire time. I guess the other thing, though, too, is Cruising Blast, those are all settings. What do you mean? Oh, the slingshot stuff? Well, maybe not the slingshot, but like the money and stuff like that. You're wow. saying if you would have put the money down, it would be worth more of your time? Like, for 50 cents, I'd probably yeah, I, Okay, good point. Yeah, for 50 cents, I'd drain a lot more money into it. Um, so there's some settings that could make it a better experience. Good point. They're not going to drop it down. Oh, hell. The, the whole entire arcade is a buck. Uh, H2 Overdrive is years old, and it's still a buck a play. Yeah. The only stuff that's not a dollar are like the really old, crappy redemption games. That Those are like a quarter piece. Oh, man. Oh, they had the new Asteroids? Asteroids? What do they yeah. call it? No, Space Invaders. Space Invaders Deluxe. I don't know what it's called, but it's this huge, 20-foot wall. LED screen, and then you get the big blaster gun. Yep. Easton loves that game. He's really good at it. I wanted to play it, and I never did. No, I I, I took video of him. I can maybe put that video up on, on the, the that, page as that well. That looks cool. There's also a Pac-Man that's ultra size. And I think that's actually at the mall. It is okay. <laughs> but compared to Space Invaders, it's not even close to being as good. Because the Space Invaders, well, for one, this one, the wall was, it's huge. It's a massive screen. It's bigger than the one that's in the mall. And for two, you have a sit-down seat with guns. You can do two-player in it if you want. What's the Pac-Man one like? I have not I, mean, I have not seen it. it Control-wise, it's just like a stand-up video Oh, game. you can't sit down? No. No, it's a stand-up arcade. Well, that's, Okay. So it, it has the same feel of a normal with Pac-Man the, with game. The just giant with the, yeah, with the screen. giant screen. I'm not saying it's bad, but compared to Space Invaders, with the you got a cannon that you're spinning around and shooting, it's so much more interactive than having uh, an arcade joystick. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very true. It would definitely be more to the younger generation. Correct. Uh, so we saw the video of the new TMN. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game. Yes. I kind of hope they get one. It's a four-player brawler. Right. I'm actually expecting them to get it. I don't know why. There's not really a huge indication that they would, but they have a lot of relatively newer games from Raw Thrills, so I'm expecting them to get it. I I wonder if we could even ask somebody. Yeah. Again, we need to figure out who owns this place. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we do. Um, We saw the video from... Uh, Scott, his name is John. John's Arcade. He's on uh, YouTube. He's his own channel. He did a review of it. TMNT? Yeah, before it came out. Uh, Street Date. And uh, it looked really sweet. It's the new Ninja Turtles that are cartoony. Uh, from the movies? No. They're new. They're, they're new cartoon. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And it reminds me of like a Street Fighter. You saw, it's kind of that side-scrolly but 3D. It's a good-looking game. Yeah. Yeah. And we uh, haven't had a four-player arcade brawler for... Forever. <sighs> it's been a long time. There was, like, X-Men. Yeah. Simpsons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, like, all the joysticks light up LEDs. And, yeah. I mean, it's the... It's another one of those orgasms of, of light, that <laughs> j- 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 just like uh, Cruise and Blast is. Um, I think it's... To me, it was... I'm... I'm excited about it, and I hope that they, that they do get it. I know that there's some arcades down in the cities, but I don't want to travel that far to play one stupid game. And I don't go to the cities often enough yeah. that I would ever run into them. I, I think if we if we get some requests from 
from like listeners or users. I would probably make a day trip with you and we'd probably try to get maybe some family. Nah, maybe not. We would just come come down, um, play an arc- arcade or pinball machine that we wanted to, to talk about. Especially like Total Nuclear Annihilation or if there was a launch party for a new pinball machine or so- something like sure. that. Then we could really get in deep with a few machines. Yeah. That I'd be down for that, especially in the summer. This whole winter crap sucks. Agreed. It's cold. Yeah, summer would be <clears throat> so much better. Because then you can walk around to other places as well. Mm-hmm. Also, new is uh, Nintendo well, came out with... Here, you go ahead. Well, the, the Labo, which we talked about, but now they had uh, like an open session for people to come try it. Right. People have actually got their hands on this, and they're actually playing with it now. Yeah, so we have the the YouTube link for Engadget. We'll put that up on uh, Facebook as well. And uh, all the reviews are coming back very positive. Well, it looks like it looks so much fun. I, the people that hate it, I think, are just online complainers. I mean, don't fucking buy it. It's literally that simple. You can either bitch about it, or you could just not buy it and not worry about other people having fun. Yeah, but I'm. I mean, my daughter's couple months old and I'll still buy it because <laughs> uh the the backpack robot punching one a little complicated yeah uh h- hard to store yeah but you gotta be like a 12 year old it's that gonna be point. amazing mm-hmm. I, I don't care about storing the stuff I mean I'll I'll flat pack it for one okay it's a big deal for collectors it's gonna be a thing oh, that yeah. everyone who's uh who loves Nintendo and loves like you, you're a big Nintendo guy. You're gonna want to own all of the Labo stuff. Oh, don't say that. You're gonna buy all the Labo stuff Urgh. for certain. You're gonna buy all the Labo stuff for her, not for me. No, I understand. No, you, you didn't have to explain it to me. <laughs> um, I'm not a big Nintendo fan until recently. I, I didn't have, own a Nintendo until well, I had a Game Boy, but the the Wii is when I got. Into oh, really? I just assumed that you were on the bandwagon the whole entire time. I didn't know. I, I didn't realize that. No, I was a Atari twenty six hundred, Sega Genesis, PlayStation fanboy. My brother and I had a GameCube, but then we completely fell off the wagon after that. That's the story about you returning it to or selling it to GameStop, right? God, it's, one, it's honestly the game in it? it's one of my favorite stories of all time. <laughs> Finally sticking it to, to GameStop. God, oh, good story. So a, a pinball buddy of mine. If you haven't heard that story, it's in I don't know, like episode one or two. You can go back and listen. Did you to actually it. say? Did you actually? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I talked about it. In a short sense, what happened was we tried to return this game. Now we've sold GameStop a lot of money. Well, a lot of games for no money. Pet pennies on the dollar. Yeah, and oh. they've made hundreds and hundreds of dollars off of us, and we've gotten like twenty bucks. Uh. Well, one time we decided we were going to go all in on trying to get an Xbox. So we needed to sell everything we basically had currently to try to to get up to an Xbox. And that included the the GameCube. Well, the GameCube, we had a little tiny rabbit that ate the cord. And so they wouldn't take it because the power cord, even though it worked, it was chewed up. So it wasn't in mint condition and they didn't want it. They said, well, I'll tell you what, kid. I'll buy all of your games, and I'll buy your extra controllers, and I will buy your GameCube if you buy 
a new cable from us, which is the exact same price of the GameCube. Oh, my God. And I looked at him like, are you insane? No, fine. I will sell you all of the games, but I'm keeping the GameCube because that's pointless. Why would yeah, I... exactly. I might as well keep it. So I just kept it, and I didn't really think about it. I kept one controller, and I thought, this is just going to go in storage. If I ever play it someday, cool. Well, that I threw it in my bedroom, and my brother and I were playing games, I don't know, several months later because we had we completely forgot about it and uh he was sitting next to it because it, it was just kind of on the carpet on the ground we just never moved from where i passed it on the ground and uh he was just kind of dicking around and he pushed the eject the eject button on it and it opened up and in there was basically a brand new star fox game which was the only game we ever played on it because we had we had other games but when that opened up and star fox was sitting in there Oh, our hearts were, were filled with such joy that we sold GameStop an empty box. <laughs> <laughs> an empty Star Fox box. I couldn't believe it. I was like, my God, <laughs> we screwed him. Because that game was basically new when we sold it back to him. So we got almost full price. We got a lot of money for that, uh, that Star Fox. That Star Fox game, we probably made more money off of that than all of our other games combined probably ever. Uh, but yeah that was joyous and then as a result for some reason it inspired us to play GameCube for like the next several months straight we, we played that Star Fox uh, into the ground we just played it forever speaking of Nintendo and Star Fox mm-hmm. I was at Best Buy today getting Rocket League for the Switch do they have one? For the Switch? yeah do they really? yeah I showed you the case when I was upstairs I don't remember that you own I it now? I flashed it to you. Yeah. No, no, no. You showed me Rocket League. That's what I just said. Okay, sorry. I thought you were going to start talking about Star, Star Fox. Oh, no, no. Okay, yeah. So here's the Star Fox story. Okay, go ahead. So I was picking up Rocket League for my Switch, and um, they had a Super Nintendo Classic sitting there. Six of them, or whatever, eight. Okay. And I text uh, my neighbor. Mm-hmm. I have one. I got it on launch day. I waited outside Best Buy for hours. He hasn't got one. And I text my picture... I said, hey, you want one? And then uh, I didn't hear back for a few minutes, so I left. Huh. And a couple blocks away, he, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll take one. <laughs> uh, so I make this giant loop back to the store. Yeah. And I walk in, and I snag one. And then, uh, you know, I got the double extension cables because the, the controller cable is like five feet. So yeah. it's upstairs waiting for him to come pick it up. But he texts me tonight. I have uh, his son is five or six. He's uh, practicing Star Fox. To play uh, Star Fox 1 and 2 on the on the new SNES. So is he playing the Star Fox 64? I th- think he's emulating it. Okay. God. They Star Fox 64 the and the newer Star Foxes that came out were really, really good. I even enjoyed their advent- their adventure game a lot. My brother and I love that God, game. that was supposed to be a different game. Yeah, it was never supposed to be a Star Fox game. But they remarketed it and said, yeah. you know what? if we make this a Star Fox game, we'll sell it. <laughs> exactly. And it did. It's, it sold me simply based on the fact that it was a Star, Star Fox. Fox game. Um, so I booted up, on my SNES, I have not played it very much, but I booted up Star Fox 2. Or, I'm sorry, Star Fox 1, because you have to beat the first mission to unlock Star Fox 2. And I just wanted to get it unlocked. Mm-hmm. My God. The graphics in my head make me think that the game is easy. Because it looks like shit. Yeah. It is a very hard game. Yeah, it is. It took me 
uh, a handful of tries and a couple on and offs of me being angry, shutting off the console, <laughs> walking away, coming back. And once I kind of figured out the maneuvers and the roles, I just aced it. But the, the first mission, you definitely need to get a feel for the game. Just like I have Star Fox for the Wii U, and that is a full weird experience with the, the gamepad and the gyro uh, aiming and stuff. I've never played it on that. You probably... Have you even played Wii U? No. Yeah. People complain, but once you get used to it, it's very nice. The The gyros controls, just like for Splatoon, very nice. Takes you a little while to get used to it. That was another huge experiment by Nintendo to come up with the idea of all this crazy Wii U stuff. It didn't work out. No. At least not as well as some some of their other stuff. Like for instance, the Switch has fucking blown. They up. sold more Switches in less than a year yep. than they sold Wii U's in the entire Wii U lifetime. Yep. I think I, we talked about the my Wii U thing where I thought it was stupid and it was just a gamepad for the Wii. Yeah. Uh, once I got one, there is such a massive library of really quality games for it, but no one really played them. Mm-hmm. So I have a big backlog for Wii U. Um, speaking of, Bayonetta 1 and 2 are coming for the Switch now. I think even next month. Yeah, I mean, we talked about that in the podcast. Uh, so I'm pretty pumped. And then the third one's coming out at some point. Yes. Uh, same with Metroid Prime 4 is coming for the Switch. So the Switch is just gangbusters. Nintendo has such a huge uh, amount of IPs. They have a lot of IP, a lot of history, and they they really pull those... Nostalgic strings. Yeah, to get people to continue with them. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm older and past my like Xbox, PlayStation f- craziness, and I'm, I have a family, I appreciate the Nintendo-ness because now I have parental controls, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of family-friendly games. Correct. and. Like all like Mario Galaxy or Mario uh, Odyssey has I can play the game but have my really young child help out throwing the hat or collecting the little gems in uh, Galaxy and they are helping but they're not making it suck for me to play. Sure. Um, and the new like Yoshi Woolly World is coming out for the Switch too, and it has kind of a similar. You've sold me. I completely... I mean, when I think of Nintendo Switch, I only think about myself. I don't think about my son. And I think, yes, it seems like an incredible piece of hardware. But games-wise, I've personally never been heavily attached to, like, Link or to um, Mario. I mean, I love Mario, but I... I don't need to own all of his games. I don't need to play his games. Like I kind of like the fact that he exists. Yeah. But I don't actively go out and buy and play his games. But having a child and having a family and having a child who I want to get into games so that I can play with him when he gets older, this is the stepping stone. A Nintendo of some sort, whether it's a Switch or a Wii. Don't you have an old Wii? No. No, I have no Nintendo systems. I got a spare Wii. I could probably hook you up with it. Or you get one for like under I don't 50 want bucks. Wii. I might as well just get a Switch. 
or a fifty dollars or three hundred yeah, or, or a GameCube or something like that. I I I need a Switch because seeing you pick up your Switch and just play it whenever you want, you just pick it up and you're in that game at that moment. The last time you left it off. Oh my god, that's the coolest thing in the world. It. I mean, this is why I don't play Xbox anymore. Right, there's no other game system. I mean, Xbox kind of has some stuff like that. Where you know how long can... it takes me to get my Xbox up to the main menu? Sure. It's a, it feels like a minute. Sure. It's not immediate. Like, whereas you, you pick up the controller and you're right to where you were. Literally. I can, in under three seconds, be in Zelda. That's crazy. And that's something that I'm not used to at all. I'm used to having to boot up every single time. Now, if you did a Switch with full digital downloaded content, or content, games, mm-hmm. my god. I mean, physical. This physical. You would have a. You'd have this a physical full bullshit. Library. I have is. Yeah. Is it, it? Now that we're so used to like cell phones and tablets being so immediate on your app switching. I mean, I grew up having to put cartridges into my Game Boy. Yes, all of us did. Uh, so this is normal for me. Right. However, after not playing Game Boy for a long time, it's so irritating to me to have to pull out my case, my game case, open it up. Fumble with the stupid game carts, mm-hmm. put the cart in, get loaded up, get it going, get in, where I can hit the, f- the home button, flick left or right, be right in the game. Yeah. Because it is a tablet, technically. Yeah. 50% of my games are downloaded from uh, the Xbox store, and 50% are hard copies that I bought at like, GameStop or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the hard copies get played very infrequently. Because I don't want to get off my ass, walk over, take it out of the case, and put it in the system. Whereas I can flick my thumb over and pick some other game that I already have downloaded on the system. God, we're so lazy. It's just a matter of convenience. It's either I can play the game that's on the system, even if it's not as good as the game that's sitting right there in the case. Yeah. I just... It's so much harder to get up and do it. On Reddit, there's some people that have multiple consoles, either for a significant other or... You know, home or work or whatever, sure. and some have physical and some have a full digital, so they have both. And I mean, the convenience of digital is just insane. Yeah. But being able to like have your game, loan it to a friend or sell it or just collect it, is both have their purposes. Yes, correct. Or, yeah. I have several games that you want to play that I can never share with you. Yeah, because... or, or movies. If you yeah you buy them via Xbox, I mean you're screwed. Right. I have a lot of movies that I've wanted to show you. Like, for instance, the new Ghostbusters. You can never watch it unless I go over to your computer and log into my stuff. That way you can watch it. It, it is what it is. I don't know. It's convenient for me because <laughs> I can just watch it off my uh, Xbox whenever or I want. Or your yeah. computer because you Windows. Yep. Um, but they're bringing a lot of the... like. All the indie developers and all the standard games are now coming out for the Switch. Mm-hmm. But because you can pause it like that and save it, um, well, not save, but sleep, they have to change the way that the games play if they're online-ish, I'm assuming. All right. Well, that's where we're going to wrap it up. Um, please check out our Facebook uh, just flipping and mashing. Just go and search on uh, Facebook. You'll find our page on there. And we'll have links to different stuff we talked about today, as well as uh, our past episodes and new episodes coming up. Any kind of updates that we have about the show, 
uh, we'll be putting on there. It's also a great way to communicate with us. You can just message us right on there if you have uh, an opinion that you want us to hear about the show. If you guys have an opinion on something, we want to hear because we want to make this a better show for you. Simple as that. You can also email us yep. at flippinandmashing at gmail.com. Yeah, I mean, say hi. Yeah, we want to hear from you guys. And thank you for we... those who did get to us uh, and helped us out with our uh, pinball problem. We see the numbers of downloaded episodes. Yeah. We see you out there. We, so, know, we know we have listeners. So there's more than, you know, my five family members. Yeah, exactly. And thank you guys for those who do listen. We do heavily appreciate it. And uh, we just want to make this a better show for you. So let us know what you want to hear. Do it to it. All right. That's it for today. We'll talk to you next week.